0: Check her Instagram linked below and enjoy listening to my sexy stories. The next story is posted by user Amabia C. From R slash erotica, the title of this post is My Neighbor MILF. Sit back and enjoy the story. Move in day. 30 years old, and I finally had a place of my own. It was a nice condo in a development that was only a couple of years old. The place had a pool, club, tennis courts, and golf course, just about anything you could want. It was a two-story duplex on a little cul-de-sac with a two-car garage well actually, two one-car garages side-by-side and a mirror image unit on the right. Each duplex was separated by a small side yard and on the back side, a deck with a little wooden slat divider to provide some privacy. The first floor had a bathroom and an open floor plan with a living room area, dining room, and a kitchen with a breakfast bar. The kitchen had a slider that opened up to the deck. The second story had one master bedroom with a bath, and then two smaller bedrooms that shared another bathroom. I had graduated from college with a degree in computer science and had gotten a job working as a network engineer for a large cable company in the network operations center. Even though it meant working shift work, it paid really well and provided me with an opportunity to move up and in fact, I had recently been promoted to a manager position. After living in several rather small apartments in some questionable neighborhoods, I had saved up enough money to buy a condo in a nice area because the previous owners had to short-sell. Although it was in a suburb, it was still close enough to Boston that I had easy access and if I wanted, I could take the commuter rail instead of driving. My family lived on the west coast and I did not get to see them but maybe two or three times a year for the big holidays. I'd had some girlfriends but my work had kept me pretty busy so dating had kind of taken a back seat. Still, I did find time to work out regularly and even though I worked a desk job, my 200 pounds was pretty well distributed over my 6-foot frame. All those squats and deadlifts had paid off, I thought as I carted in the few possessions that I had. Even though I had been out of college for a few years I had never really bothered to buy a whole lot of furniture figuring I might eventually want to move back west. I finished bringing in the last of it, and after looking at the pitifully empty condo, I locked up and went outside to pull my SUV inside my garage. It was then that I first met my next-door neighbor. She had pulled up in her black Mercedes S-Class and got out. I almost laughed because my first thought was that I had moved next door to Miranda Priestley out of the Devil Wears Prada. She had silver shoulder-length hair and black knee-length dress with platform heels and black nylons. Finished off with a white silk scarf and sunglasses. I did notice that she had a little cushion around the middle but that was more than offset by a great pair of legs and of course some major lee that must have been at least a 38 d As long as they extend past the belly, I'm good to go. I guess she was in her early 60 seconds but still not too bad. I of course, was wearing an old t-shirt from Sloppy Joes in Key West gym shorts and sneakers and with a two-day growth of beard, probably looked like a blonde surfer dude fresh off the beach. I smiled at her as I walked up and extended my hand. She looked at me with one of those dismissive looks down her nose that I thought only possible in a movie. Hi, I'm Chris Smith, your new neighbor, I said, looking at me over her glasses. She did not take my hand and said in a rather haughty tone you can call me Mrs. Kramer. Pleasure to meet you Mrs. Kramer. I apologize for my attire but have been working pretty hard moving in. I can see that, she said as she gave me a disapproving look. Oh and don't forget, your vehicle is supposed to be parked inside at night. And with that she wheeled away from and walked off. Wow, I thought to myself, I guess we won't be borrowing cups of sugar from her will we? The realtor told me that my next door neighbor was a widow who owned a dress store or something like that. Well she gets points for style and looks, but gets major failing grades in the social department. I had her pegged as old school, especially since she dressed to the nines and was still using her married title. Over the next few months I would occasionally run into Mrs. Kramer either coming home or leaving for work. After a run, or whatever, still, she would not wave or acknowledge me first but would always respond if I said something first. So at least she wasn't totally rude. I helped her a few times here and there carry groceries and such but apparently not enough to initiate a full thaw. Gradually, I started to get the place furnished and my parents came out to surprise me for Thanksgiving with my sister who was a senior in college. They came for an entire week so my mom was thrilled to be able to spend my money to decorate the place and even my sister seemed to enjoy it. My dad was pretty well bored with it all but was a good sport. Interspersed with shopping, I showed them the sights and at night, my dad and I would watch sports on my new HD TV in the upstairs man cave which also doubled as my sister's room. Anyway. Thanksgiving day came and we had gone out the day before and bought all the stuff to have a traditional dinner. On Thanksgiving, my mom got up early to get the turkey started so I volunteered to make a run up to the donut shop and get some coffee and donuts for all of us. When I got back, I noticed that the lights were on in Mrs. Kramer's unit and that she was probably up. That's weird, I thought to myself. She must not have any family or anywhere to go. I came inside and set everything down on the counter. Mom, you know my neighbor I told you about. Oh yeah. Han, come to think of it we haven't seen her. Well she keeps to herself a lot, but I think she's home and doesn't have anyone to spend the day with. Oh that's terrible. Han, she said, why don't you go invite her over here for dinner? The dragon lady, I said, she would as soon kill me as have dinner with us. Oh stop it, you go right over there and ask her. I didn't raise you to be rude. Smiling, I kissed her on the cheek and said okay and went out the door. To say I was nervous was an understatement as butterflies were dancing around my stomach like a bunch of square dancers. I walked up to the door and rang the bell and stepped back so that she could see through the peephole who it was. I heard some steps coming to the door and then nothing for a moment. I figured maybe she had decided to ignore it and started to turn when the door opened revealing her in a long black robe and slippers. It was a silk robe that revealed a nice set of cleavage. I started thinking that she had some really nice boobs when she snapped me back to reality. What do you want? Do you know how early it is? You scared the life out of me. I'm so sorry to bother you Mrs. Kramer, and yes it's 8 and a bit early but I thought you were up. Anyway, I... Well come on, I don't have all day and it's cold with this door open. Sorry, I said, immediately questioning the wisdom of what I was doing. Anyway, my sister and parents are in town and we are having a Thanksgiving dinner and we thought if you weren't doing anything... We wanted to invite you to spend it with us. For a second, as I looked in her eyes, I saw a slight break in the ice. And she looked at me. After staring at me and then looking off in the distance, she fixed her gaze upon me and said, What time? Um, I think we were shooting to eat around two. But if you want to come around noon, we will have some apps and drinks. Hem, she said. Well actually, my plans have fallen through. So I'm available and I appreciate your gracious invitation. What can I bring? I don't really know, Mrs. Kramer, I said, but I tell you what, if you give me your number, as soon as I go home I will call you and have you talk to my mom. That would be fine, she said in that aristocratic tone she used. My number is 555-3456, great, call you in a few and again, I apologize for bothering you. As she closed the door, I swear I almost saw a slight smile and a tear in the corner of her eye. I walked back into my house and pulled out my phone. So what did she say? Asked my mother. She said yes, but wants to bring something so here, you can talk to her. Her name is Mrs. Kramer, I said as I handed her the phone. What's her first name? As far as I know, it's Mrs. I said laughing and handing her the phone. Hi there, I'm Joni Smith, Chris's mother. Pa's nice to talk to you too, Donna. We're glad to have you over. If you want, just bring a bottle of wine and maybe a dessert although we have plenty. Pa's sure. Noon is fine and we'll see you then. She sounds really nice, my mom said as she passed me back the phone. Well if nothing else, I know her name is Donna, now. I said laughing. The morning went by fairly uneventfully. My sister and I went out to run a couple of miles. It seemed like a fun thing to do and it had been a while since the two of us had done something together like that. So, asked Terry after we got out of earshot of my place, any hot women. No, not really. I'm kind of busy and working shift work makes it difficult to date. But you're a good looking guy, even if you are my brother. She said teasingly, your problem is you are just too darn shy for your own good. Maybe, but right now, I'm just kind of focused on my career. Besides, after the crap Jenny put me through for all those years, I need some downtime. Jenny was my high school sweetheart that I was madly in love with. We had this really crazy relationship where we would get together, break up, Make up and repeat for 10 years. I finally realized that she was never going to leave home and was basically a control freak who figured she could always keep me on a string while she dated other guys. But you guys ended that a year ago. Time to get back out there, big bro, she said. Maybe you should go after the ice queen next door, and she laughed. I sped up the pace and yelled at her. A little less talking and more running. You need to make sure you don't end up with a Kim Kardashian-sized booty. I turned to see her response and all I saw was her tongue sticking out with a middle finger salute aimed in my direction. Still, as we continued our run, I started thinking about it. I mean after all, Donna, I mean Mrs. Kramer did have a decent body for an older woman and like most guys I guess I did have that Mrs. Robinson thing going on in the background. However, I kept thinking about how most of the time when she talked to me it was like she was chewing off her face so I tried to put that out of my head. Although a nasty thought of her in stockings with her legs over my shoulders and her tits bouncing around while I fucked her caused me to get a slight bulge in my running tights. We got back to my place and as we walked around in the driveway to cool off, I noticed my sister take a quick look at my crotch and I thought I saw a quick smile as she quickly looked away. Nice job there little sister, I said, thanks, she said and she gave me a big hug. I glanced over at my neighbor's place and could've sworn I saw her looking out the window at me but figured it was probably my imagination. We went inside and the smells of a full-on traditional Thanksgiving meal filled our noses. So how was it? My father asked. She did pretty well, Dad, I said, adding, for a girl. For a girl, she shrieked, and with that she jumped on my back and pretended to choke me. We wrestled around like old times and I finally was able to get her pinned down and afterwards. I rolled off of her and we all laughed. Alright you two, that's enough. Get showered and get dressed, said my mother and we both got up and went upstairs to get showered and ready. Even though we were going to be hanging out, we had a family tradition where my mother would not accept jeans or sweats for Thanksgiving. It was understood that we would dress up. I put on a blue, button-down shirt, tie, and khaki pants and dress shoes which I laughingly referred to as the man uniform. I went downstairs and mom asked me to set the table. Why do I always have to set the table? Laughing, my mother, in her best mock angry voice said, you have been asking me that for 30 years and you can ask me for 30 more. And the answer is the same because I told you after setting the table, I went into my living room. My father had already claimed the recliner, leaving the couch and love seat. Dad had a football pre-game on. So I sat down in the love seat. As soon as I sat down, my mom called me. Chris, where is your sister? Can you get call her? Oh come on mom, I just sat down. Before I could say another word, my sister called down from the steps, coming, mom. I looked up to see her coming down the steps and she winked at me as she continued down the steps. Holy shit, I thought to myself, I must be really horny because she looks HOT. My sister had put on a short black miniskirt with black tights and a tight red sweater that although it was not low cut, hugged her just right, along with some flats. I guess the only thing I could think of was it was classic. Sorority girl, I'm too cute look. However, all I could think about was throwing her down on the couch and doing her. Man, stop that, I thought. You look cute honey, my mom said. What do you think big brother? She asked, looking at me with a big smile. You look very nice, Terry, I said, adding, who knew you cleaned up so well? Which brought me an immediate one finger salute with her tongue sticking out as she walked into the kitchen. Honestly, you two stop it. You're acting like little kids. My mom scolded with a smile on her face. At that moment, my phone rang with a number I didn't recognize. Hello? Hello, Chris, this is Mrs. Kramer. Oh hi, what can I do for you? Well, I made an appetizer in a desert and I need some help bringing them over. Oh sure, no problem at all. I'll be right over, I said as I punched the off button. Was that your girlfriend next door? My sister said, Shut up, girlfriend, right? I said with disdain, what did she want? Asked my mom. She needs some help bringing over some stuff so I'll be right back. Okay, and you two had better start behaving or I'll send you to your rooms, said my mom. I walked outside and thought it was pretty cold today as I went up and rang the doorbell. When the door opened my jaw almost dropped as she let me in and closed the door. I thought I detected a hint of alcohol on her breath as she walked by me but that wasn't why I was surprised. She was wearing a white blouse with a blue sweater over it and a black skirt with black nylons and heels. The skirt was knee-length but had a generous slit on the side. Happy Thanksgiving, Mrs. Kramer. Happy Thanksgiving to you too young man, she said with a smile for the first time ever. Mrs. Kramer, if you don't mind me saying so, you look very pretty. Upon hearing that, her smile widened a bit to display a perfect array of white teeth. Why thank you very much. It's always nice to get a compliment from a handsome young man. Man, I must be in a Twilight Zone episode. I thought to myself, she's actually being nice to me. It's either the weather, the booze, or something else. Maybe sunspots. Here, Chris, grab this plate for me please and I'll carry this tray. I opened the door and let her pass by and I caught a whiff of some perfume that absolutely smelled fantastic. Like freshly cut roses. She locked the door and then we walked over and I opened the door for her to go in. My dad stood up and went to grab the tray from her. Hi there, you must be Donna? I'm Fred, Chris's father, he said carrying it to the kitchen, and this is my wife Joni, and my daughter, Terry. As he made the introductions, I could see my dad having a hard time taking his eyes off of her cleavage which was tastefully yet graciously displayed. While not low cut, the blouse definitely accentuated her ample bosom after exchanging pleasantries. My mom and Mrs. Kramer gave Terry some apps to bring out while my dad poured drinks for everyone. We all went out to sit down and of course, my dad took the recliner again with my mother and Mrs. Kramer sitting on the couch, leaving me and my sister to share the love seat. Mrs. Kramer was on the closest side of the couch and when she crossed her legs, the slit revealed quite a few of her legs. To the point that I started to wonder if she was wearing a garter and stockings. My sister sat down next to me and as she did, her skirt rode up a bit giving me a very nice view of her toned nylon covered thighs. Just don't get caught staring, I thought to myself. We sat around and had some small talk as Mrs. Kramer spoke about her little dress shop. So, Donna, are you originally from the area? My mom asked. Oh yes, she replied, born and raised, I met my late husband in high school. I'm sorry, dear, my mom said. Thank you, sweetie, she said. We were married for 30 years, but he passed away a year ago due to a heart attack. One day he was fine and the next. Her voice trailed off. I'm sorry I brought it up. No, no, it's okay. I have been doing fine and I love what I do now so things are really good, Mrs. Kramer said. We instantly all felt bad and my mother quickly changed the subject. Well, I hope Chris has not been a bad neighbor. Oh, far from it. I hardly know he's here, although he does work a lot of hours, I'm guessing. My sister leaned into me and said, he's always been like that. No time for girls. As she did so, she lightly rubbed my leg with her hand in a gesture that normally would be a loving gesture between siblings, but in this case went through me like sticking your finger in an electrical outlet. During the next few hours, we had a great meal along with lots of wine and beer. After dessert, we sat in the living room and continued our discussions. During this time. I found out that Donna had no children and was an only child herself, with barely any relatives, thus the reason that she did not have a lot of company. As I heard her story, my heart went out to her as she was essentially growing old and approaching retirement years alone, with no one to share her life with. As she talked, she would occasionally look over at me and smile. Of course, my mom went through my history as a student and a runner and then of course bragged about my being an Eagle Scout and all that other stuff. Wow, I didn't realize I lived next door to such a successful young man, she said. I'm not sure about that, but thank you, I said. He's always been modest, my mother said with a hint of pride. I just wish he would take more time to enjoy himself. Ah mom, I get out now and then. Besides, I have a lot of responsibility. Honestly, you need to get over that stupid girl, my mom said. Embarrassed, all I could manage was a that is over and done with and when I'm ready I'll get back out there. It's okay, Chris, Donna said. You have plenty of time besides. Girls your age can be tough? I know, and her and my mom both laughed. Looking over at my sister asleep against me, Donna and my mom smiled. You and your sister are pretty close, huh? Asked Donna. Yes, we always have been. She's a pain in the rear sometimes but she's a great kid. She is lucky to have you, she said. It was now getting to be about 9, and it seemed like everyone was starting to run out of steam. Dad, of course, had fallen asleep in the recliner, and my sister had fallen asleep with her head on my chest, with her legs draped over the arm of the love seat, her skirt just covering her crotch. If you want to listen to more of my sexy stories, go subscribe and be regaled by 5 Stories each and every day. Thank you for listening to my sexy stories.